it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. All right, here we are on a Tuesday. Uh, sorry we couldn't record yesterday and Monday, but I think it's kind of a good way to um, to do the show this week and have a little more time to digest kind of our thoughts and um, have a little more mature uh, approach to the to the tournament, having thought about it more. What do you think, Blake? Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly agreed with that. Um, like to see where the industry goes and kind of take it from there. Um, last week was, uh, I don't know, just couldn't get any, any momentum going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know you said you kind of were, was skeptical of Spieth going into it and I thought he was going to win, but, um, I did have the top 10 plus 150. I thought that was a really good bet. And I tweeted that out there too. So I think a lot of people tailed on that, but covered most of the investment for the week, 500 to win 750. Something that happened, it's happened eight out of the past 10 times he's played there and it was plus 150. So I thought, thought that was a lot of value. Yeah, for sure. He's a walking top 10 there. It just, I don't know. I jumped on the outright with you guys just because I wasn't going to miss out. The last one in Texas, whatever. I go, it'll be done for him. Done with that. Guys, guys ass for the rest of the year. Um, can't stand him. Um, I never had the feeling he was going to win at any point in that tournament. Um, I felt good about Reed. I was on Reed. I know you weren't, but I was on Reed and I watched his first and second rounds and I felt great about Reed going into the weekend and I don't know, just couldn't get couldn't get it together. He still finished tied for seventh. Um, wish I had the top five uh top ten on him. I think it was a decent number too. It was like eight to one. Yeah, he wasn't bad on the weekend, he just kinda He was just oh, mad. No yeah. uh no momentum, you know. But I think that's a good thing. I mean, considering like we'll get into it when we get there, but I think for him, it's like you got to walk before you can run. It was nice to see him getting in the mix, feeling how it feels to be in, you know, somewhat involved on the weekend. I think that'll be a good thing for him going forward. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, I didn't watch much Sunday. Uh, what it just turned into carnage in the afternoon? Yeah, it was somewhat carnage in terms of difficulty, but it was also just a bunch of guys who didn't want to win. And then it was Scheffler who probably wanted to win, but he just didn't have his good stuff. He, I thought he was average all week. Sunday he was below average. Um, you texted me earlier in the day saying who's going to win. I think it was the second hole, and I said not Scheffler because I could just tell the way he was playing. It just didn't feel like he, he had it. Um, didn't make a birdie all day, so he was kind of just seeing who would catch him. Problem was the guys who had a chance to catch him were Scott Stallings, who's a loser. Um, Davis Riley, who at this point in his career is, you know, not there yet. Um, who else? I mean, we got to talk about the elephant in the room here, HV3. Oh, oh God. <laughs> HV3 was just a complete bum, uh, complete bum. And, you know, a lot of people thought he had a chance to win this week. I said he was the talk of the pre-tournament. And, you know, those HV3 supporters, they love throwing it in your face in the second round and the third round. But then when Sunday comes around, they're all, they they usually get pretty quiet. Uh, and he showed us once again, just whenever he gets within a sniff of the lead, he just absolutely collapses. And this one was bad. I mean, very, very bad. Yeah, I'll never forget the 80 shot in the PGA when Brooks yeah. won. <laughs> yeah, just so just if you, anyone who anyone who ever has an HV3 ticket, even if it's a top 20, nothing is safe. So be careful before you start victory lapping. Make sure uh, that 18th hole, the putt is in the hole before you say a word about it because 
He didn't even catch a top 20. <laughs> no, 28. He was tied for the lead him at ninth hole at 10 under, and he finished at even. <laughs> I wish I watched it. <laughs> then you had Brendan Todd just, you know, looked kind of like a serial killer there on Sunday. Uh, he looked okay. He's, I guess, like in terms of anyone else who was competing for it, he's one of the ones who, you know, has, has at least won. Um, How did Bert, did the morning play a lot easier? Yeah, it did. So he shot a minus five. Man, that was right there for, for Spieth. It was. The weekend. Yeah, he shoots minus four on the weekend. He wins. I mean, both days he had so many looks. Sunday especially. He played good on Sunday. He just like he got to minus nine easily. Um, he missed probably three putts under five feet. That's minus eight right there. He missed a shorty on Saturday afternoon on like 17, I think. Yeah, if, if he does, if he's goes 100% from under five feet, which really isn't asking that much, on the week he wins. Yeah, he missed some on, on Thursday and Friday too. His problems. Anyway, whatever. Um, on a memorial, one of the uh, better weeks of the season. I would. Uh, would you agree with that? Absolutely, great tournament. Um, we've had success here. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it's a good tournament because usually the good players win and the recipe for winning here is, you know, there's no secret really. Yeah, I've hit the Bryson. I hit Bryson, uh, what was it, 18. Uh, we both hit Colin at uh, Workday the week before the Memorial. And then you hit, you hit Rom the following week, right? Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we were no luck last year, even with the Rom. COVID shit, but I mean, I feel like we, you just have a good aspect, a good grasp on who plays well here and what type of week it is. Like it, it's an easier betting, betting week. Yeah. There's like 20 guys who can win. And I said this to you yesterday and you, you might agree or disagree, but like when I'm looking at this board, I'm saying, can this guy gain eight strokes on approach? I mean, if you look at guys who have won here, typically they're gaining six, seven, eight, nine strokes with approach. And most people have to do that. I know a guy like we like and read, but you know stats never apply to him, so it doesn't really count. I think for the most part, you're looking for guys who just can have a ceiling iron week. Yeah, I was looking at even like an outlier. I know Duffner was better back then, but he he was like seventy to one when he won. He gained ten strokes on approach that week. Yeah, and that's just that's what he does. I mean, the fact yeah. that he won here, despite not being all that good, shows that like it's just all about the irons. All these Nicholas designs, they're all second shots. He's, he loves the iron players. He's trying to cater towards the guys who are best with their irons because that's what he thinks the best test of golf is. That's why Tiger Woods won here five times. Only five? I think it was five, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, you want to get a course preview? Yeah. Um, so course preview, Murfield Village. Uh, it's a par 72. And it's about... Just look the exact it's up yardage. to 7,500 now. Okay, up to 7,500 yards. I didn't update that. Um, Jack Nicholas design, obviously, it's difficult. The, the greens get really fast, which makes it tough. The rough is long, so, you know, you don't want to miss the fairway. Um, and it's just a course where ball strikers are going to reign supreme. You want to, you know, length is going to help. Being in the fairway is a huge help. The greens are relatively small, nothing crazy, but they're pretty small. So it's just, you know, total ball strikers is kind of what you want. 
Yeah, greens and reg uh, type deal. Mm-hmm. Got to score on the par fives. I feel like that's a, you got to take advantage of the four par fives. A- any par seventy-two golf course, you got to take advantage of the par fives. Yeah, um, and you definitely have to be in the fairway to score. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, so you don't want guys to really spray it, um, and you don't, and you know, you got to be able to hit your irons from you know a lot of long irons, definitely too. Yep. So, all right, bet three six five for the odds here. We got uh, I'm gonna say defending champ John Rahm. Yep. Ten to one. Rory McIlroy twelve to one. Patrick Cantlay sixteen to one. Those are the three guys under twenty. There's some other guys that I've seen 18s on, but those are the top three. And all those three guys are dangerous, and for three different reasons. Rom, revenge tour, right? He got fucked last year. The libs fucked him, right? right? They uh, couldn't let him go and play 18 by himself on Sunday morning. I mean, what he did from Thursday to Saturday was probably some of the best golf that we've seen in the past decade. Yeah. That was he was just one. fucking everything fucking ass right he was fucking ass and it's a tough course and he was just making a mockery of it he was six seven shots ahead and he would have posted to victory easily um but uh more kyle and cantley they were in the playoff at what minus 13 yeah Brown would have been like minus 23 i think he was minus 19 when it, or something uh, to start the day or minus 17 um crazy yeah that was so, an ass fucking it was and he was just that was just like the peak when he was great Won the U.S. Open two weeks later, um, so so that was good. So I, I'm worried about that. I mean, he remembers that, and I do think there's a, you know, a extrinsic motivation because of that. You know, does that mean he can just turn it on because of it? Maybe. I mean, these guys do can turn it on these elites. So he's. I'm worried about him. I'm more worried about Rory. Hmm. I'm more worried about Ron, but I'm worried about both. But why, why are you more worried about Rory? Yeah, I'm definitely worried about Ron. But uh, Rory's approach, he's finally get, getting the approach together with the off-the-tee stuff. And he's, I feel like he's playing his best golf that he's played in a while. No? Oh, he is. He is. He's a, he'll be tough to beat. Last three events, second, fifth, eighth. Two of them were majors. Um. Almost five on approach. I don't know what he did at the Masters. I'm assuming it was good. I know he chipped in a lot, but uh, almost five on approach. Wells and PGA off the tee. I mean, he's just always incredible. Um, but I mean, you can't bet Ram and Rory. No, I, I, I agree. Rory, another thing too, it's just kind of like a narrative thing. Is he seems like he's at his best in the big events that are non-majors. Yeah. Yep, I agree. That's like when he, you know, he, he can win the big ones, just not the majors. He can win the prestigious ones and the APIs and the WGCs. And I, I feel like definitely this is something that he's, you know, destined to win at some point because he takes down most of these types of events. But yeah, I'm not the, hollow. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he, uh, you know, he is going to be tough to beat. Yeah, we're going to have to pick somebody who can beat one of those two guys. One of the two is going to be there, right? I yeah, I'd imagine. I I think one of the three at least. I mean, it's tough to. I know Cantlay was fucking ass at uh, PGA for us, but he's won this twice. He's automatic here. Automatic. Automatic. I mean, 
he was so bad at the PGA that like it makes me feel like you can't read anything into it because of how bad he was. It was just bizarre. Right. I mean, he could definitely win this. Yeah. Again, I mean, I don't think he's. I don't know. Is he going to win it three three out of the last three out of four years? That's the tough thing. Um. But I mean, I I don't know. He he fucks here. I don't. Don't know if sands or butts. He does. He does. Um. You know, I'm sure when he the first time he had to go shake Jack's hand, Jack was disgusted by his face. But <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, all right. So now we're going to get into the range of guys we want to bet because we said we do need guys who are good and, you know, top players. Not going to be the first three, but there's a whole host of guys here that are super live and we're trying to, you know, this, this week's going to be unique. Like, I think you and I are going to be on different pages here. Yeah, in the same range, though. Yeah, same range. So, uh, yeah, 20, 20 to 1, we got Spieth. X twenty, Weasel twenty. At twenty two, you got Fitzpatrick and Morikawa. Twenty five, you get Lowry and Vic. And then, yeah, we'll just leave it there. So you, I'm sure that people have different numbers in this, and these kind of are all over the place depending on the site you use. But yeah, but these are all between you know twenty and twenty five. Right. Um. All right, you. Let's just cross off guys first. Okay. Crossing off Spieth, right? Yep. All right. Okay. I mean, he's had a couple decent runs here, but mostly never really contended. Um, and I, I'm done with Spieth for the rest of the season. I don't really care. Don't even try to get get me involved. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, the rest of them are tough to cross off. I would say Shane would be. I, Shane fits perfect here. I just don't love the number. I don't know. What are your thoughts on Shane? I like him. I don't know. He's going to be popular. He, you know, I like that Firestone crossover. I do think that's a legit one. Just looking at the guys who have done well here, Jackie Tiger. Um, so I think, yeah, he fits perfectly. I just can't bet him at 25 to one over like these elite players. I think he's having a great season, but nothing in this great season has shown me that he's capable of actually getting to the finish line and beating one of these great players. It's like, He's, he does everything he can't, he, everything besides that. But then when it comes down to that, he really just hasn't done it. I mean, there was a couple of them. Was it Heritage? Or, there was a couple that were right there for him. And he was playing the best golf, you know, I've probably ever seen him play besides the Open. He just didn't get it done. I like him a lot. But I just can't see him actually getting over the finish line. And I guess that goes the same for uh, Fitz. Yeah, sadly. Although I, I could see him winning this thing. Could you? I don't know about this week, but I just think it's a really, really, really good course for him. Yeah, because he's long and straight now. He's long and straight. Um, and he, I think the winning score, I think, is good for him. He's been doing it a lot with a putter, though, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but that was kind of like the old Fitz, right? I mean, he was bad putting for a while, but in general, that was a kind of his strength. Yeah, but didn't we say you have to gain eight strokes on approach? Yeah. He can't do that. No, he can't. Uh, I'm scrolling the list right now. The highest I've seen is 5.5 back in 2020. Doesn't gain that much in approach. And also, the number is just not bettable at all. Yep. If it was 35, I'd think about it. Okay. So, uh, where's your first bet? Um, all right. My first bet is is Vic. 
25 to one. I bet the 25 to one. Now, I was on the fence. It slipped to 25. That was enough for me. We said this a couple weeks ago. We really envisioned him doing well at Memorial. I've always thought this would be a pretty good spot for him. Um, there are plenty of concerns. I totally get it. Can, is he capable of winning? I don't know, you know, in this type of field. He hasn't shown that yet either. Um, is around the green game a concern here? Yes, a little bit. But and A little bit? Well, there's a couple of reasons why I think it might be a decent situation for him. Yeah, okay, I think um, – I think he made some comments prior to um, the Southern Hills, and he's talking about his around the green stats. And I thought this was pretty sound. All right. So they asked him about the tight runoff areas, and he said he thinks it has a big impact on his stats around the green because they brought up the stats part of it. His, his, uh, his quote was this I say, probably statistically, the tight greens doesn't help me very much. I think statistically, I'm actually a pretty decent chipper out of rough. So something like that would play more into my hands. What about bunkers? Yeah, yeah, not great. <laughs> um, didn't we say that during that PGA? Th- didn't we say we did. that? We yeah. did say that. So I, I think rough I is agree with that. But look at last week. He lost 2.4 around the green. And he gained one and a half strokes when he fucking got lucky in, the, in that round one and he chipped in from the bunker on the fly. Yeah. That's four strokes right there. He lost by six. But they didn't have thick rough around the greens, did they? I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't runoffs. It was decent. Not, it's not like this, obviously, but. No, I think that, but I just think the thick rough is good for him. And that being said, it's, it's not going to be great. I'm not expecting him to gain four strokes on the green. But if he can just play it even, which believe it or not, he did at Southern Hills. And um, we're betting on a ceiling week for him, right? If he wins, it's because he's, he's hitting a bunch of greens in regulation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. And then the 20, he does the 25 it. number is very enticing. I haven't gone there yet, but it's very enticing. Blake. We're Vic guys. This is his breakthrough. This is the one all these guys are breaking through. You know what? He was really similar to Decky back in 2014, right? Is it his guy. breakthrough? Isn't he one? No, that's not a breakthrough. What is the Puerto Rico Open or the Mayakoba? That's not a Neither of those are a breakthrough. He hasn't done anything on tour yet. And it's sad because, and I hate to say it, but his expectations are higher than this. Like, I'm not, you can't be satisfied with him winning the Mayakoba twice in the Puerto Rico Open. He has not had his breakthrough. He's watching all these guys. From his class, do all these things. Morikawa, Scheffler's a little bit older. Um, Zalatoris now, Cam Young. He's the forgotten young guy, and it's time for him to put Neiman. his cock on the table. Neiman. I mean, Cam Young has one dick, so f- fuck you and Cam Young. Well, no, I agree with that, but I just think <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm talking about people talking about. Yeah. He's being overlooked right now. So it's his. Is he the number one breakthrough guy this this week? Yes, he's the breakthrough guy. Him and Zal. There's like right? eight of them. There's a lot of them, but I think he's the one. He's the one people, one, they're not talking about. And two, like, Zal Torres would be a breakthrough, but he's contended at three majors. But he hasn't broke through. 
he hasn't broke through. I know, but Vic, I just a, think I mean a win here would be better than any of his major performances, right? Absolutely, but Vic, no one needs it more than Vic. I don't disagree with that. I just don't know if I trust him. I just don't know if I can trust this guy. I don't trust him, but <laughs> I trust him enough to bet him at twenty-five and take some other guys, and hopefully that he's one of the ones that does it. I bet his classmate. Colin simply chose Colin over him just because I trust him. Yep. They're the same player until it's time to win. Right. Yeah. I Colin, mean, Colin's putter obviously goes uh, up and down. You never know what you're going to get. If you get a bad putting putting week, you're probably not going to win with him. but which he's been pretty bad with the putter the last four or five weeks. Uh, but his approach levels are finally getting there. I mean, 7.1 at Heritage. I don't know what he did at the Masters. I don't, do you have those stats? He was fifth at the Masters. I can get him. Uh, 5.6 last week. PGA, he was in the uh, in the bad wave. He played with Rahm and Scheffler. Um, yeah, he wasn't bad. He still gained on approach. Um, and I mean, he's won at this course. He was in a playoff last year. Um, I haven't. I haven't bet him yet this year. I don't think we've bet him, right? No. And I I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I finally found a spot I can get on him. And he's 20-plus. I'm going to be in. So I bet him at 22. Yeah, he did gain five at the Masters. Um, the stats yeah, so are getting three out of the last four weeks. He's he's gained over five. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's, something is telling me he's not right right now. And I know the stats are okay. They're okay. What do you mean okay? But, he's still ninth in this field in approach. Exactly. They're okay. I mean, when he's good, they're first by 20 fucking points. Not ninth. I know, but he's still – they're trending upwards. But he's the if he's the ninth best approach player, he's not winning. Well, that's so over I, the I, last 24. If you go me, give me over the last 12, I bet you he's first. He could be. Um, he could be. I don't know about first, but yeah. But he, uh, it just, for him to win, he has to be the best iron player. The best. He doesn't do anything else good, good enough. Um, and I think while his irons are good, getting better, I just don't know where if they're at where they need to be. I know the stats were good last week, but it, the eye test didn't really show me that. Um, finished 40th at Colonial, a place where he really, really should have done very well of course that suits him really well of course that he should have won at two years ago when he was really playing well um he's third the last 12. i weasel weasel and riley okay so i mean this season i mean missed the cut of the players 68 valspar was good at the masters didn't do much at heritage not good at the pga not good last week i just I don't know. When he was reeling off wins and doing all the things he was doing, it was he was showing prolonged form in terms of finishes, and now he isn't. Was he reeling off wins though? Um, he, no. He, he won when he putted well. Well, let's see. He won the WGC, and then he won um, was second at Memorial, and that was four or five starts later, and then he won the Open. Was fourth at the U.S. Open, so I mean yeah. those. 
finishes first, 41st, 18th, 7th, 8th, 14th, 2nd, 4th, 1st. You know, and right now he's just not doing that. Um, now, with that being said, can he show up and just win right now and gain eight strokes on approach? Absolutely, he can. Uh, definite possibility, something I'm concerned about. Um, for me, it just feels at this moment, it's more Vic's time to go out and get one. And that's why I chose him over Colin, but I totally understand the Colin bet. I understand why people like him. He definitely can win. I could be proven wrong, but the eye test tells me something's a tiny bit off. Nicholas guy, too. Oh, yeah, big time Nicholas guy. Him and Cam Huge. Yeah, those are the two Nicholas guys, right? And Ron. Yeah. No surprise that those two are so good here. Yeah. I don't. I mean, you got to make decisions. You, you can't bet five of these guys. You can only bet like three. So, um, and then my next guy. Actually, before I get to the next guy, what about Weasel? I, I'm, I don't. I don't get this guy. Well, he's he been should, horrible here. He should be great here. Maybe, but he just doesn't put the ball in the fairway. Yeah. Isn't the reason he pisses off so much is because he makes pars and shit from fucking hitting one thirty yards right of the fairway. I know. Can't do it here. You can't. But devil's advocate. Much, I can't believe how much he gained on approach. Yeah, scary. And he's not really putting all that well right now. Fucked. Last twelve, him and uh him and Riley are like way above Morikawa. Right. It's a typical thing for him where it's just he is a, I'm willing to say he's a great player. He's a stud right now. And, um, you know, studs are typically course proof, but I'm not going to bet them at the courses that I don't think they're going to fit. Does that mean he can't win? No, obviously yeah, at this point, the way he's playing, he can win anywhere, but. Okay. I took the Xander plunge. 22. Do I feel, uh, Go ahead, make fun of me right now. <laughs> Are you proud of that? I'm not proud of it. No, not at all. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I, I I was I bet him last year here too, and he played with uh, Ram and Colin in the first couple of rounds, I think. And uh, yeah, Ram was just great. He, he was good though. He gained five point nine uh, on approach last year at Memorial. His course history's. I mean, he hasn't contended, but I mean, he's been top fifteen the last four years here. Um, and he's, I don't know, playing well, approach, approach. He's playing well. Like there's nothing fifth at the Nelson 13th at the PGA. I just think what he does well works here. You gave me all I wanted to hear. You said last year he was good. He's very often good, Blake, but he's very rarely, rarely great. That's that's the problem. That's the the problem. problem. Um, that being said, I do understand, you know, talk about a breakthrough. He kind of needs a breakthrough, too. I mean, I'm just thinking you, that. Yeah, depending on how you feel about things he's done. I mean, I don't really feel that great about any of them. I think the Olympics win was okay. I think World Championship was eh. Um, what is it? The team event where Cantley carried his ass. He needs something, too. And I uh, I don't think he kind of is a go-getter and a winner mentality. Wouldn't shock me, though, here. It's a, it's a definitely a good course for him to think about. You know, U.S. Open style setup where the rough is penal. You want to be long and straight. He's definitely long and straight. Dude, I was looking at his U.S. Opens. Holy hell. You seen those? 
Yeah, well, I mentioned that earlier because I knew he was good. I didn't, I didn't look at him, but I just, he just came to my mind for U.S. Open because no one else, none of the U.S. Open guys are playing well right now. It's, well, I, I had no idea how, how great he was at the U.S. Open. This is his, he's at, played in five U.S. Opens. He's fifth, sixth, third, fifth, seventh. Yeah, unbelievable. Maybe a DraftKings play. Yeah, I just, just shocked at uh, I could every single time. No, I'm, I'm not saying to bet him. It's just I didn't realize how great he was at the U.S. Open. If he got to twenty five thirty, I think it could be a good bet. Yeah, but he's never. So I don't know. I took the Xander plunge twenty two to one. Whatever. All right. Um, my second guy, depending on how you're priced here, I guess. Um, I'll start with Willie Z because. Did you mention yeah, the next range? two nope, next two range ne- next range is uh Decky 28, Willie Z 30, Cam Young 35, Sanjay 35, Homa and Neiman 35. Those are all 40 and under. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start with Willie Z here just because I think mean, there's a lot of things that point to him here. And first of all, it's clear the air. We're no longer enemies. I won the battle. We've already figured that out. I own his ass, and now we're cool. Me and him are cool. Um, so, you know, this is, this is the first time I've bet him since we started our new relationship. So take that into account. Um, but the biggest events, he's the best. The best fields is when he plays his best. Sorry, he's not the best. That's when he's at his best. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the approach numbers from a couple weeks ago, gaining a crap load at the, um, at the Masters and he goes and sucks in Texas. All right, and then goes to the PGA coming off that shitty Texas event, and he's unbelievable again. And then he plays last week in Texas, isn't good, which is, you know, which is fine. But I think, you know, so. Can't hold anything against him last week, him and JT last week. Exactly. So let me rephrase here. Last four tournaments, sixth at the Masters, missed a cut at Byron Nelson, second at the PGA, missed a cut at the Charles Schwab. And now he's going to another big event, that I think he, you know, his profile is perfectly for. Talk about a guy who can gain eight, nine strokes in approach. He is totally that guy. Um, we talked about it bringing a breakthrough spot for a lot of different players. And even when I had a big rivalry with him, you know, last couple of years, I always said to you, the one place I think would be the best place for him to win would be Memorial, just because the winning score might be nine, 10 under, 11 under. Ball strike is way hit fairways, hit greens, he's missing I think it's a nice point. You worried uh, he's never played here as a professional? Yeah, it's a little concerning, but I think some other guys have won on their debuts here. Have they? I believe so. I'm, I could be wrong, though. Had Decky played here before he won? Mm. I don't believe so. Yeah, it might have been. Um, do I have it in my mind? Did this happen? Did he not? Did he spray it a lot at the PGA? Or am I just making that up? Let's see. I know he gained off the tee, but I uh, imagine that has a lot to do with distance. But I thought I saw a stat that he was like dead last in fairways hit on Saturday. I think there definitely was a day where he struggled. He, yeah, he was bad in fairways. Yeah, and I have him. He's like 91st in this field and good drives gained. I waited a little bit, yeah. I waited that too, yeah. 
So uh, I don't know. He, I don't know. Good I need point. another guy. I have no idea. I'm, I'm torn between Vic, Decky, and Zal. I'm adding one of them, or or Neiman. I'm adding one, definitely one of them, uh, and I'm torn. I don't know which, which which direction to go. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong on him there. I know the the fairways thing is a little bit concerning. I just, I don't know. I can just picture him with fucking Jack after the thing. It just seems like he's ready, and he's. I know. I did gain some respect from him at the PGA. He's definitely ready. No doubt about that. He's good, and I just, I want a handful of these really good players that are in this second tier, and I just think he's one of them. But yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna love the guy. I just think this. I've always said this is gonna be the spot where he breaks through, and I'm just gonna put my money where my mouth is. And if he doesn't doesn't do it, then whatever. Yeah. Um. What about Decky? I like Decky. It's hard. Did you bet him? I did. Okay. I bet him at 28. Um, he's having a great season. And, like, I think the PGA is whatever. His stats were just eh, average across the board, but gained 9.4 on approach. At the Nelson, right? Yeah, so that's two starts ago. Yeah, that's why we uh, that's why we bet him at the PGA. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he, he led the field in that event by a full stroke. Yeah, what about the injury thing? Yeah, I don't think he's injured. Yeah, I don't really either. Yeah, his history here is, uh, I mean, he obviously won it. Um, I don't know, recently hasn't been great, though, here. Yeah, but you got to put context, right? One was, like, last year he just won the Masters too, not too long before that. True. Um, so I think I'm just – Whatever you can excuse those ones, especially got yeah. that breakthrough, how much it meant to him, his country. I just think you say whatever he didn't play well in these big events right afterwards. Um, well, in the following months afterwards, but before he also, that, he also lost 9.4 putting that week. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he does that from time to time. Um, and but before that, he, he had some good finishes after his win and prior to the year before, he lost 5.6 putting that. When he missed the cut in 2020. Yeah. But prior to that, I think he was good. Sixth in 2019. Yep. 13th in 2018. Yeah, fifth. And yeah, I mean, when he won, when he won, he gained 8.3. When he came fifth, 6.1. On approach. He's, he's a typical iron guy. He's going to gain a million when he wins. And I think he is, uh, I think he's capable of doing it. And he's playing really well right now. And I think he's kind of a forgotten good player. I mean, he's had better seasons than a lot of these guys priced lower than him. Yes, he has. Asian disrespect. Yeah, I mean, he should. Can I get a 30? What you, would you bet him at? 28. Okay. Decky, Vic, Zalatoris. That's who I bet. Those who's, the, those who's, your, who's your favorite? I'm going to go Vic, Zalatoris, Decky in that order. Wow. Wow. And I think, yeah, relatively speaking, the disrespect. I know. I think the 25 on Vic is a better number than the other two. 
if I agree with you there. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, what else did I name? All three of those guys can gain nine strokes on approach this week. They definitely all can. Yep. Cam Young, I mean, we're just out. Nothing yep. else to say about him. Yeah, Guy's okay. been great, but not for us. Sanjay, don't you like him? Yeah, I do. I do like him. I think, uh, I don't know, I've been, Asia's been pretty good here. Oh, yeah. I was on Benny Ann one year. He came in second to Cantley. I mean, he looks a lot like Benny Ann. He does. That chubby <laughs> face. <laughs> uh, so, I think, I don't know. He played really well last week. Stats were good. Um, I can just I can just picture him spoiling everybody's fucking potty. You going to bet him? I don't know. I have room for one more guy. It's probably going to be him or Neiman um, in that 40 range. But I'm still underexposed. I have those three, then one guy at 65. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, Homer and Neiman I'm struggling with. I mean, well, I can easily pass on Homer, but they're kind of the same. I mean, they already gotten their wins. They're big wins this year, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's true. Yes, is Neiman gonna win Riviera and? Yeah, like is he gonna win Genesis and Memorial the same season? I like him in theory. I think it's a good course from overall. Could I see him winning this at some point in career? Yes. I just don't know if it's the right time. Plus, his uh, approach numbers have been. Uh, Going the other direction the last few weeks. Yep, they've been declining. So, real quick on right. Sanjay, does he get hot enough with the irons? I think so, doesn't he? I don't know. Nicholas Gores, I mean Honda. That's true. There is a Honda. Although when he finished eighth there last year, he lost three point five, so two and one. When he won, he gained six point two. That's probably good enough. I always think it's Sanjay at shorter tracks, not longer tracks, but I don't know. Honda's pretty long, isn't it? For a par 70? I guess. I mean, it's still a shorter track. Yeah. I mean, he came on the green last week, too. Lost for a putt in the last two events. Yeah. All right, 40, 40 plus. We got uh, the other Chilean, Mito. Big ups to him last week. Uh, impressive showing, impressive bounce back. Um, then you got Davis Riley, 50, Connors, 50, Keegan, 50, Pat Reed, 55, Daniel Berger, 55, and Billy Ho, 60. Yeah, Mito's the man. That was impressive last week. I thought he could just back it in, but he just finished until the top 10. He's good. Yeah. Were his stats good? I didn't even see his stats. Um, while, while you, I'm going to look him up, but a lot of good stories came out about him last week that I really enjoyed. I'm excited to see that Netflix show that they followed him during that week. Um, and then he, they were talking a lot about how when they were kids, like everybody looked up to him. It wasn't like Neiman's younger than him, so that makes sense. But they were like, Mito was the guy. Um, yeah. He just took some time off the grass, but he gained 3.1 off the tee. He's one of the best players off the tee. I think good drives gained. He's second or third overall in the field. Yeah, it's fucked. Green's and Reggie's third overall. Um, fuck, man. He's definitely going to win this at some point. I think it's about six, yeah. Maybe I'll add him. Huh? 
Maybe I'll add him instead of Neiman or Sungjae. I think I like Mito instead of Neiman. Yeah, I think I saw 50, 50 or 60. Yeah. I don't know. He could have run out of steam at some point. Know. Yeah, he's been playing a while, a lot. Did he play? Yeah, he played Byron. That was 90 degrees. Then he Maybe played PGA. I mean, that's just, even if it wasn't 90 every day, it was 90 a couple days, and he was in the final group the last two days. And then Ooh. he played Charles Schwab, and it was fucking 90. Yeah. He's got to run out of steam. I think he does. I just, and maybe that PJ hangover happened two weeks. Like maybe it finally sets in now. Like, ah, fuck. And last yeah. week he was just running on adrenaline. I don't know. Maybe last, last week he just wanted to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think. Yeah. All right. Um, any other, those guys? Burger. I mean, course fit. No, 55 is an in, intriguing number, but he just never plays ball on course as well. His irons are okay, but they're not good enough at this, at this moment. What about like, Connor 60? I was ready to look at that until I looked at his course history. Like, shouldn't he be awesome here? He should be. Yes. Say it again. But he isn't. Um, yeah, why not? What's his best finish here? I don't know, like 50th? Jeez. This is another course where I, I figured he'd be. That's what I said when I first looked at it. Like, the, one of my first... When I first started thinking about this week, I was like, Connors is definitely going to have played well here. And then I looked, and he just really hasn't. Yeah. Fuck him. All right. Then we took uh, – we both we both bid on Pat Reed. I like Reed. So, finally, um, I mean, that's two straight weeks. Uh, 5.2 at PGA, 3.5 at Charles Schwab. Um, finally, I mean, he got that – he was in contention. Um, Saturday and Sunday, been a while. I know we had some good finishes, so uh, he's starting to putt better um, again. And uh, around the green is great. Every, I mean, he's one of the best on tour. And his course history here is actually very, very surprisingly good. Fifth and tenth the last two years has an eighth in 2016. Made the, has made the cut here all seven years he's played it. Um, I don't know, not much to not like about Reed at, at this number. Yeah, totally agree, totally agree. Um, you know, we talked about the win here, you have to gain eight, nine strokes on approach. He can't do that, but he's the one guy where stats really don't matter. Like, he'll yeah. just scum, scum his Torrey way to Pines win. Torrey Pines win, I mean, yeah, he just somebody. figures it out. Right, he'll figure it out. And I think he can he can gain four strokes on approach, right, and then figure out how to do the rest of it. Exactly. Chip in a couple times, gain six strokes putting. Um, he did gain 5.2 at the PGA. I mean, that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, that's like his ceiling. But hopefully is – I mean, ever since he – I watched a lot of him Thursday, Friday, and he was drilling fairways. Like, ever since he switched off that PXG driver, it's just been like a different guy. That drove the ball. The sad thing is I didn't lose. Yeah, yeah. money anyway, but but yeah, I think um, did he switch before the PGA Championship? Yeah, okay, so those last two weeks, he gained 2.1 fairways, gained 2.4 fairways, gained 
So he's, yeah, he's definitely more frame. active. <laughs> yeah, very good frame. Bent is his best surface. Yeah. Yeah, you can find a way, especially at 65, like whatever, man. If he's not good, he's not good, but I just think it's a great number for a guy who just knows how to win. If he sniffs contention, then he knows how to close as good as anyone. He gained 5.7 on approach last year here. So, yeah, he likes to lay out. We talked about, uh, you know, if you win, you might have to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Rory or Rahm, and a lot of long shots can't do that. No one else above 60 to 1 has a better chance than Reed. If you say final group is Reed and Rory, are you going to say, oh, that guy can't beat Rory? No, that's a 50 50 coin flip. Yeah, and everyone else in this range isn't. So I think you'd rather go for a longer shot, 50 to 1 and above. There has to be a guy who you can answer a question about and truly say, yeah, he can. And I think he's that guy. What about the U.S. Open, Patrick Reed? I don't know. What's the number? I think the 100 number's gone, but I see 70. He's been good in the Northeast, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, he's won Northern Trust a couple times. I could see it. 70 is a good number. I would bet a, I probably would bet a 70. Well, we got him. <laughs> well, maybe we should, because we, we have a completely empty card, and if he wins or plays well this week, it's not going to be 70. Right. Right. Well, you, do you like the 70? Yeah, I think so. I just don't know. I needed to talk it out a little bit. To my best. How's, his, how's his U.S. Open history? Ah, read, read, read. We Shit. met him at the U.S. Open a couple of years ago. He was there, I think. Did we? The year we had JT, too, but Reed was, like, in the mix in, after day three. Oh, that's right. Corey? Was that a U.S. Open or was that a PGA? It was the U.S. Open. We had him and JT. 19th last year, 13th, 2020, 32nd, 19th, 4th, and 18th, 13th, and 17th. Who was the U.S. Open? Who won that? Which one? Was he fourth? No, 2020. That was Bryson. Maybe it was that year. It was. It was. I remember this. Yeah, so he's been pretty good at U.S. Opens. Yeah, he opened with 66. Yep. Brookline, I think it's probably a good course for him. I don't know that much about it. Yeah, JT opened with 65. That uh, was the we year. Were, we were sitting pretty that year. Yeah, we were. <laughs> um, I, I still hit it with Bryson. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're the future. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, there's nothing to stop me from betting a 70. Is there any chance that this couple weeks stretch is just a blip and he really still sucks? I mean, there's always a chance of that, but I mean, I just thought he was. I watched a lot of him. I thought he was good. I don't know. I thought he was going to win going into the weekend, man. Why can't they give us an 80 for Bryson at the U.S. Open? I bet that in a heartbeat. I bet a 50. I want to bet him this week. <laughs> well, maybe next week. Hopefully. Yeah. Is he going to play Canadian? I don't think so, but maybe. Is there any guys above 70 you want to talk about? I mean, there's Bryson and Ricky. Those are two intriguing guys. Uh, I'm not particularly like Brendan Steele. I don't think he's capable of winning, but if you're looking at a top 10 or a low-priced DraftKings play, I think 
he's been awesome. He's the type of guy that can gain nine strokes on approach and um, maybe have the lead on the 11th hole before he finishes in sixth. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you like Woodland? Yeah, I kind of do like Woodland. I mean, it feels like when everyone expects him to zig, he zags. And it's like when the whole world's on him, he's been horrible. And then, like, he'll play good when no one's on him, and they'll get back on him, and then he'll suck. I think this might might be one of those weeks where he'll play good when no one's on him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win, but I can see him being playing pretty good. What's a better bet, Ricky or Bryson? Ricky's making cuts. Um, and he plays well here. Uh, better bet? I don't know. Probably Bryson, because if Bryson shows up, he can win. And Ricky, I don't think, can win right now. Ricky definitely has a better chance of making the cut. Yeah. True. And that's pretty much all Are we seeing here. anything from Ricky? Yeah. I think he's playing okay. Oh. How the fuck is he 15th in my model? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. I guess around the green and hit course history. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, you got to convince me on a guy. You want me to bet Vic? Yeah, I think so. Vic is Alatoris. I mean, Decky is more just like it's a good number and he has the right profile and it's less than me actually being able to envision him win. Okay. But you're on all three. Yep. All right. What else you got? Um, that's it. That's it. All right. Let's try to get back in the winning circle here. Um, let's not take uh, seven weeks to uh, or or ten weeks after our last win. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice little stretch coming up. We got this, and Canadian looks like the field's gonna be really nice, and then you got the U.S. Open, so it's a great time of year. Yeah, shocked at that Canadian open field. Must be the course. And I think people are starting to latch on to uh, playing the week before a major thing. Yeah, it seems like everybody is. And I think, um, I don't know, it seems like a lot of people spoke highly of it, uh, the course for one, but also like the country-specific opens. Yeah. People are like, it's more meaningful, like you won the Canadian open or that. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it's kind of an event that's going to be growing year year by year. And then the U.S. Open right in our backyard in Brooklyn. So it's going to be a good stretch. It's going to win it this week. All right, let's go. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. <laughs>